it's been a hot minute. I bet you're wondering, where have we been? The question is Will we that? answer that question? I don't know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Listen, times are times, and we'll show up when we can. That's my favorite Bob Dylan lyric. <laughs> times are times. Times are times, and I'll so we'll show up when we can. <laughs> um, well, this is Halloweeners, yes. a horror movie podcast. I'm Kira. I'm Cody. You didn't seem sure of who you were. I was like, do I say I'm this? I'm Kira? We're talking about the Film, the spectacle. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. A good title, I'll say first of all. Nope. Did you see all the things, the speculation before this came out? People were like, "What does the title mean? Is it like, is it like uh, a, an acronym or something?" I heard about the acronym as a potential theory. Mm-hmm. I know Jordan Peele is <clears throat> like, "That wasn't the intention," no. but I support that. That being, um, nope, standing for not, not a, a planet, planet Earth. Earth. But that's just a. I was skeptical Convenient from the beginning because usually acronyms don't have, like, prepositions in them. Like, of. Usually you just wouldn't include that. It would be an NPE. That is a good point. Well. Well. English language, have you heard of it? Yeah, I just also, the thing about these movies, these Jordan Peele movies, is they really, like, bring a lot of speculation <laughs> and fan, I'm waving my hands in the air, like, yeah. fan theories to them. People get yes. really excited about, like... Picking about the clues. The Easter egg. And you know what? I love it. Like, I, honestly, I'm, I do too. I'm glad people are excited about things <laughs> in an era where that's so I hard to come by, it. truly. And honestly, if you want to produce and create a YouTube video devoted to just breaking down what you think everything means, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And that's fine. I'll watch it during work. Yeah, truly. <laughs> While I'm putting away the laundry. Uh-huh. And I'll eat that shit up. Yes. The more ridiculous and stupid and the more I'm like, that's not true, the better. First of all, what do you think of the movie? Okay. I enjoyed the ride. Okay. I also have come to terms with the fact that I just don't like animals in horror movies. Okay. Because they are either getting hurt Uh or they are causing hurt. Okay. In a way that is stressful. Like a Cujo situation? Sure. Yeah. I don't want to see that. No. At least not right now. Oh, what do you think? Um, I really liked it. I do think it is kind of by default, if we're ranking his three movies, number three. But, wow, what a number three. Because, like, Get Out and Us are both, I think, fantastic masterpieces. Yeah. And I think this was really, really good. So... The end. Good job. I mean, like, and... I think people are really excited. People keep, like, waiting for him to fail in a way. Like, I think mm-hmm. now that he's hit so many times, like, successes, people are just... Which always happens with creators and, like, artistic people. It's like, oh, when are they going to trip? And it's like, relax. <laughs> like, I've seen a lot of comparisons of him to, like, M. Night Shyamalan. Well, because of, like, the trajectory of their career. Because, like, they both have first movies that come out of nowhere. The Sixth Sense oh, uh-huh. and Get Out. And Sixth Sense is actually his third film, but whatever. And they both are, like, big, huge, like, cultural hits out of nowhere. It's, like, a very, like, you have to see a movie. They both get, like, a lot of Oscar attention, weirdly, for horror movies. Mm-hmm. And then their second movies, which are Unbreakable for Shyamalan and Us for Peel, are, like, very ambitious, very metaphor-heavy movies about American relations to each other, self-mythologizing, and blah, blah, blah. And then their third movies, Signs for Shyamalan and mm. Note for Peel are both, what if a farm had aliens? Like, basically. <laughs> and you know, there were, I mean, I guess because it's, I like with this movie, as I feel like Peel does with his other movies, is like, it's very referential. So I like yeah. that, like, there were moments <clears throat> where I thought that it kind of reminded me of Signs. Because Signs at the time scared the shit out of me. And I know that's yeah. like lame to say, but no, I was 12 I and I was like, I'm going to die 
That scene at the I birthday party. I going to die. It's scary. Yeah. People are really freaked out by aliens. Well, yeah, because it's, it's like the ultimate unknown. Which it's probably why they haven't like tried to help us out because it's like wow, and so many of your media you portray us as like <laughs> this is what you think of me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not gonna help you with time. We're like no, 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 watch ET. Watch ET. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like I think that's the only one that's like. Yeah, they're okay. They're pretty cool. Actually, they're friends. They're friends, and they look they're like friends. They maybe a cry, turd. and they go oh. in a ship that looks like a booby. They look like a ship that looks like a what? They, they go in a ship that looks, that looks like a booby. A ship that looks like a booby. Kind of. Both the ship in ET and in Close Encounters are, which are both Spielberg movies about aliens. Their ships are very like breast. They look Just like because breasts. it's a saucer. No, like, it's like a. It's like a. It's like a. I'm drawing like a boob shape in the air right now. It's oh, it like kind of has shapes. like a somewhat elliptical. It like, sort of but like... it like it's coming down from the sky as if like <laughs> mother is coming for us. <laughs> like, nipple I'm just first. questioning what breasts you've seen and like what. That's fair because it's not been a lot. I'll say. <laughs> and, and also, I'm trying to remember what they look like. I'll have to look them up. The uh, not the breasts, but uh, the uh, spaceships <laughs> in those movies. But be, people are so. I, I know a lot of people who are like aliens is my scariest thing. Interesting. And that yeah, doesn't I mean that's not really the case with me. Well, <laughs> well, it's just because you're that special, I would say. I'm kind of just like, I, I think my thinking is like, if they're here, great. And if they're going to take me, okay. Like, what am I going to do? Also, um, it's like, if they already, if they wanted to cause chaos, they would have done it already. It's kind of, I, my thought. Right, because no way are we the most intelligent species in the universe. We're not even the most intelligent species on this planet. That's fucking true. Have you met a dolphin? <laughs> no. They're smart. Yeah. So octo- octopi. Octopus? Octopus. Octopus. Elephants? Never again? I don't know that makes them smart. I just think maybe they have good memory. Well, I have a terrible memory and I'm stupid, <laughs> so what do you think? <laughs> well, I never learned to read, so what do you think? <laughs> Come on, Lily Michelle. Um, what? I can speak as someone who used to have the aliens as my biggest fear. That's our theme song composer, Epic Pompeii. But that, really, that was like... That, did you see signs? Um, no, I saw Mars Attacks. Oh, that was fucked up, though. When I was, like, 11, and it freaked me out so badly. And just aliens in general really freaked me out. But I think I was just white and suburban. <laughs> and truly, once I unpack, like, what this fear is, it's, like, fear of an mm. unknown society. Invasive. It's, like, yeah. actually, no. The people who invade <laughs> other... Places that they don't belong and kill a lot of people are Europeans, so. Hey, mama, hey, mama, look around. <laughs> I mean, that's a really, honestly, that's a real way of looking at it, that, you know. I mean, you think of, a lot of the, like, big alien movies were from the 50s, when the fear was of, like, the unknown, like, the communists oh, among us, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. It wasn't the first time there were alien movies, but it really was when it was, like, really, it was when it was really going on. <laughs> people use the word alien to describe someone who's not born here, so... Yes. Uh, and also, it's, I mean, it's And again, I say, have you seen E.T.? Some aliens are great. Oh my God. <laughs> That's me as a Hi. U.S. senator. <laughs> <laughs> my first order of business. Let's talk. Have you seen Alf? He's pussy. What's more American than that? Am I right? He really ate my cats, dudes. right? He really ate cats. Well, Didn't Alf end, like, on a cliffhanger and, like, it never got resolved? It, never, it, it ended I, with him, I, like, being arrested by the U.S. government. First of all, why was he not like shot for eating cats? What? Why was he not shot for eating cats? People don't like cats. They like dogs. This is America, Kira. I did he really eat cats, cats? Or was it kind of like, a, like I'm going to eat your cat? Like, he never did. I think he probably ate cats. I've never seen a single Maybe minute of Alf. 
I know he showed up in like a Muppet special, but he didn't eat any cats in that. Um, well, that makes sense. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, that makes sense. That checks out. Um, well, speaking of uh, alien as metaphor for other, what do you think? But I that's I think that's maybe my, my biggest reason why I think this is not as good as his other two because those two movies are so strong in their metaphor and their like thematic resonance with our real life in okay. different ways because Get Out is so specific about his metaphor about yes. you know like um, the complacency of liberals in perpetuating racist um, things in America and then us is so broad in its metaphor it can be applied to a lot of things whether that's like a homeless crisis or yeah. any sort of um, you know like America's built on a foundation that is like rotten like anything like that can be applied <laughs> to us yeah it's such a big like broad uh, ambitious movie which I, I actually think it's my favorite of those movies um, and then this movie is Neither of those things, I think. I, I think there is a central metaphor here. I'm not... I, I don't have quite a good grasp on what it's trying to say or what it could be saying. I think it's much more kind of just a fun time. Like, I had a lot of fun watching it. <laughs> I think... Um, and just, like, you know, I was trying to listen to a few interviews with Jordan Peele and, like, the cast. And I think one of the sort of... One of the, I think, of a few uh, underlying metaphors is the idea of just, like what happens when you treat something as, or see something as less than human. Okay. And you treat it as such. Um, and we see that with Gordy, and then we sort of see it mm-hmm. with this alien thing. And I think also the idea of, like, what happens when you cage something. Yes. You know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe the, the metaphor isn't as clear, but I think it's still there. And I believe in one in a few of his interviews, you know, he'll... Jordan Peele and even, you know, some of the cast as well, too, will, like, shed some light on the um, comparisons of, you know, some themes in the movie and, like, race relations and, like, mm-hmm. how, even, for example, how, like, Steven, Steven Yeun's character is kind of maybe used as, like, you know, kind of a token character on the show he was yeah. in when he was and a child. Yeah, and the movie he was in as a kid. Yeah, yeah, and the movie he was in that he references and, like... The the um, Gordy the the monkey is also kind of treated in that same light as being kind of this token kind of this one trick pony sort of thing, um, so there's definitely comparisons there with the you know race and, and and social class and just kind of how we again kind of circling back to what you were saying earlier treating the other treating yeah. um, someone who doesn't look like you know, they were born in a suburb or whatever you know right because I think a lot of the metaphor. I, I think all that is kind of separate from the big part of this movie, which is obviously a spoiler alert if you're listening thus far. Please have seen the movie already oh or God. don't care. <clears throat> um, is this alien, this um, you know carnivorous predatory alien that's stalking this this property? Mm-hmm. I think that as a metaphorical image, I don't think it's quite as solid as the rest of the things around it in the movie, which is, like, to your point, the Gordy monkey situation. And mm-hmm. the um, the whole thing about how... I think the whole movie also has a lot to do with um, how we will, as a species, like, work against nature for our progress. Oh, like, sure. a lot of our totally. things are tearing apart the land or yeah. um, 
caging things that shouldn't be caged. And, like, notably when the monster is present, mm-hmm. electricity doesn't work. And, like, that's such a foundation of our society that is, like, not a natural thing to wrangle and turn into power. Yeah. Good and the second that that happens, we are like, what the fuck do we do? We can't even, like, take a picture of this thing. We can't use our phones. We can't use our vehicles. Mm. We can't use our anything that's going on in our lives. Um, and we're basically, like hobbled in a way much like the creatures that we shove into cages in this movie i'm kind of rambling but that's, no i love it though. I, th- I so i think in a way the actual the alien creatures kind of hovering over the movie separate from like the metaphor <laughs> that makes sense i think it's part of it okay. but i don't think it I, I don't think you can point to the alien and go like that represents this at least I haven't been able to crack it. Sure. Yeah, I see it as more so like, this is what happens if you fuck with nature. This is also what happens yes. if you try to tame it and try to uh, control it, if you try to make a spectacle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to spit blood out all over your house. Exactly. Oh, that scene. I don't know. Yeah. That whole scene. Okay. We're kind of getting to it. Um, <laughs> the movie's about this uh, brother and sister, and their names are... Uh, Emerald and OJ. Yes. Um, which I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I want to know more about the choosing of her name. I don't know enough about Emerald as a stone to provide right. Like, any, what's like, the mystical insight? But what's the, like the birthstone significance of that? That or, I don't know, or what month? I don't know. But it's green, and that's money and Emerald. Maybe Emerald's green. Also, nature, nature, weed, weed. Emerald is a thing you <laughs> find in nature. Sure, like you mine it. Oh, I don't know. Sure, sure. OJ is a delicious juice. Sure, amongst other things. <laughs> amongst other things. Yeah. Well, well, the beginning of the movie, the first scene we see is the... Um, we don't realize it at the moment, but it's kind of near the end of the carnage of Gordy's kind yes, of attack. Yes, yes, yes. Which is such a wild way to start the movie. It's like, happens so fast, it goes right into it. It's, it's violent, it's scary, you're unsure what's going on, and then it cuts to you know, kind of the main center of the story. So it's almost like, did that just happen? Did right, I, right, right, right. Or is that a coming attraction? Um, so that was horrifying. Um, but then we we meet OJ and Emerald. They are running their late dad's like horse. Yes, ranch. recently late. Recently late. Yes. We see him passing because something flies overhead and like a whole bunch of just like change and keys come flying out from the sky and it hits him through the yeah, eye a socket. Nickel goes through his eye socket. Yeah, yeah. and his brain goes. Goodbye. I don't like that. His brain goes, what the fuck is that? Well. <laughs> right, and the, the official explanation for it is, like, some sort of airplane dumped its contents, which doesn't... Yeah. Well, I think it's it's the mis- it's the alien. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, oh. I know, I know. <laughs> you no, know, with such sincerity, I was like, well... No, like, I mean, the official Cody. explanation, like, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. What, the, what the government tells everybody. Sure, yeah, yeah, totally. No, Cody, no, it was the alien. Cody, did you, Cody, did you watch it? the movie? Cody, I'm a real what film scholar. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, right. <laughs> I just thought it was a sheet, You're telling sheet me? in the sky. I thought it was just a crazy going kidding. This big old plastic bag. <laughs> uh, Katy Perry was right. So yes, their dad has recently died under mysterious circumstances. And they're now taking over this ranch, which mm-hmm. provides animals, specifically horses, to film productions. Which is such a yes. specific industry. Like, it's such a specific line of work. And mm-hmm. they said it's been in their family for generations because there's yes. this speech that Kiki Palmer's character, Emerald, gives to a film crew that they're working with where she says there's uh, this image. One of the first images captured was a black man on a horse and he... Uh, the first moving image. The first moving image, thank you. 
was it a black man on a, on a horse and he is their great 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 grandfather i think yeah that image okay i want to look this up i'm gonna do it right now live on the air do you say he's looking it up he's using the internet the answer is just horse i'm googling no horse nope horse what is your question about the um okay so i think i think it's apocryphal but I remember hearing apocryphal meaning like urban legend. Like, oh, I don't oh, think it's actually oh, true. Oh. I remember that actual image, which um, is called The Horse in Motion. We've all seen it. It's a guy riding a horse. Um, <laughs> he was, it was commissioned because it was not, and again, I don't, I don't know if this is true, but I, I remember hearing somewhere once. I think it was in a photography class I heard this. Okay. Uh, that this, this image, this moving image was commissioned because some biologist or somebody wanted to conclude once and for all that all when a horse is running at Mm -hmm. some point all four hooves are off the ground yes i I heard that i've i've heard that story as well yeah um and the image proves that yes that is true and that again that kind of ties into the metaphor of like we want to wrangle nature beyond our natural comprehension because like Mm -hmm. without a camera we wouldn't be able to know that for sure so something that we are not honestly supposed to know because like there's no cosmic design about what we should sure. or shouldn't have knowledge-wise, but it's something that naturally we wouldn't know, but mm-hmm. we're using technology to move beyond the natural world. Interesting. Yeah. Very fascinating. So they uh, provide horses and such to movies. Yeah. I love that they're constantly wearing, like, different things from movies. Like, he has a Scorpion King yes. sweatshirt. Yeah. Because from what I've heard from, like, being on film sets and stuff, like, people, like, crews will just wear old movie apparel and stuff right. and it's a way to be like yeah i worked on fucking i don't know oh. mission possible too that's how long okay. I, that's how long i've been that is and it's like okay, okay relax steve <laughs> yeah harold <laughs> and then what happens okay so yeah we meet them we to kind of make more money we learn that oj has been selling some of his horses to uh ricky park the steven Yeun character um he has a ranch just like down the way from them and he has kind of like uh, it's like a theme parky situation. Yeah, like he took kind of like one of his characters from. He was like a kid sheriff in yep. a movie, and but he was he called turned, Kid Sheriff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then he just turned it into a kind of a thematic rodeo, old timey town. There was one of these by me growing up called Wild West City. Oh, no kidding! What kind of like attractions do they have? You like like once every two hours there was like a duel in the streets, and like you oh, walked down, and there was like. Saloons and horsies and horse and shows and like, like an and maybe yeah you ride a little train and it was like a fun little thing to do. That's cute. They're still there. Well, what's it? Let's see. I well, I heard that um, you could tour. There's now like an online game for Jupiter's Claim, which is the name of this park, which mm-hmm. I'm so curious about. That name is so specific. There's that and like supposedly you can like tour it now. I love that. One of the Hollywood lots. I can't remember. What do you think about the name? Because the name of this park is Jupiter's Claim. Mm-hmm. I wasn't quite sure what that means. Like, yeah, because like Jupiter's clam. Oh no, Jupiter's claim. Claim. What is she claiming? Right. I think it's like this is my claim, my property. Oh. Maybe, but like it's a it's a phrase I'm not familiar with. Like calling something a claim, like it's a settlement. I don't know. Well, I mean, and like his middle, his like nickname is Jupe, which I'm assuming is short for Jupiter. I'm guessing also maybe that was one of his characters. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Steven, if you're listening, Steve. give me a kiss. <laughs> right? Step one. Give kiss me. me. Kiss. Step two. Answer me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, um, so he's selling horses to this um, nearby Wild West town, mm-hmm. and it's not really clear why. When he goes to like talk to him, he's like, "And we'll have the ability; we can buy him back, right?" And uh-huh. Stephen Ian's character is like, "Yeah." Uh, he makes a horse noise. <laughs> he turns into a horse. That's pretty good. It was. I was a little scared. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he um they are selling the horses to yes. Stephen Young, and we find out that he was on the set. He he was in this show, Gordy's Home. Is that what's called? Gordy's Home. I think so. Oh yeah, because I think the idea is yeah. Gordy is the monkey, and I guess he came from space, and he's home with this white family. Okay. Right, it's like Gordy is Ooh. home, and also like this is Gordy's home. Mm, truly, <laughs> which is also like kind of threatening. Like this is your home. It is kind of threatening. And it's like, no, I'm a monkey. I'm supposed to just like, <laughs> like my shit and like hang N- out. No, tree. no, I'm a monkey. Um, See, I'm a chimp. Oh, Wait, I googled Gordy's home, and one of the like suggested questions is, "What was up with the monkey and nope?" <laughs> So basic. What was up with that monkey? What was up with it? What was this Imagine movie and being like, wait, what was up with the monkey? Wait, did you guys notice that? <laughs> did I... you, you guys catch that? <laughs> Are you going into the scene of the... Whoa, is, that, is that the right order? Um, no, we can jump to that. I mean, like, no, we eventually that. see what happened with Gordy's home, which was like... The groundwork was Ooh. laid in an early scene. It's scary. It's Think really freaky. It. Scary. It's, it's freaky. <laughs> um, but moments like this, like onset mishaps, are really yes. kind of the thing that people get obsessed with. You know, like sure. and they, they, he talks about in the movie behind, like in his office, Stephen Young's character behind a wall. He has this back room that's all memorabilia from yeah. this show. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a stained tennis shoe, and there's mm-hmm. one of his costumes, and all this stuff, all this paraphernalia from this sitcom, this like cursed sitcom. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about like people come from all over the world to look at this. Some Dutch yeah. couple like pay me thousands of dollars to sleep here overnight, and these. These shows where things happen, like things go wrong or movies or anything, mm-hmm. really do become like objects of fascination for like groups of people. I'm thinking of like, you know, there's that whole series on Shudder called Cursed Films. Yes. It's all like things mm-hmm. that have gone wrong on set. There's that movie, yeah. there's that Twilight Zone movie where there was yes. that helicopter accident, which is like so freaky. So freaky. And I think it's this idea of like, we look at movies and TV shows as being like hermetically sealed chaos. Because, like, stories revolve around conflict, but if you're watching them on a screen, there's an assumption of safety. You know, there's an totally. assumption that everything went correctly. Yeah. And there's, like, a few moments in history where that where that, that did not happen, where something yeah. went wrong. And this is one of those moments. And mm-hmm. it's, like, it really shows how little control we have over things in the world mm-hmm. compared to how much we think we are in control. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that monkey, you, you know. It was just and it's like, not even really explained why. I mean, they say he just, like, snapped. A balloon popped. No, right. they showed it, like, it was, like, happy right, birthday, right, 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 and, like, yep. a balloon popped, and then it cuts to... And also what was great about it, and so smart about it, was, like, a lot of the attack is sort of covered, because we're seeing a lot of it from Ricky's point of view. Right, he's, he's like, hiding under, under a table. table. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so there's, like, a bit of the tablecloth covering the view, which helps kind of, I feel like, put it in this kind of, like, dream separate... Like, it just, like, kind of separates him from the action, and... Also, there's like a couch position in the way, so you mm-hmm. can't see. You if can't see his um, like pseudo co-star. Yeah, like is he killing her? Is he eating her face? Which I right. guess yes. he is eating her face or just ripping it off. Which is right fine. because later, <laughs> I have to and then that. like, do you think he killed the 
dad too because the know, dad gets man. attacked in the kitchen it's not really clear what happens to him yeah, but the way true. they talk about it where they're like there's an snl sketch about it like i have to think nobody died because i don't know though but i feel like that's maybe part of like the insanity of the movie is like even still because the way Stephen Yoon like describes that snl sketch mm-hmm. sketch where he's like, oh my god, and Chris Kattan as Gordy. I mean, right, it's yeah. so great. Like, Sherry O'Terry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's <Gassai>. so <laughs> fucked up. And it's like, oh my god, you just watched... Even if they didn't die, like, you or I mean, whatever, like, you just witnessed all your co-stars, like, getting mauled. yeah. And, like... So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because later we ah. do we do see the... Uh, his female co-star. Yeah. She uh, comes to the... Uh, his park his park to see this demonstration this um mm-hmm. what we later see is an, an alien abduction basically what a jerk um he and he's she's there and he's like oh my first crush my original co-star blah mm-hmm. blah um and she is wearing it's this famous shot in the trailer because it was so ambiguous where she's looking up at the sky and her she has a veil in front of her face and yeah. atta- attached to a hat and it blows up and her face is like she seemingly has no lips. There's yeah. just a lot of um, there's a lot of deformity going on in her yeah. face, and also she's in some sort of scooter, so she probably can't walk as well. Right, 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 right. And watching the movie, I was reminded of um, this whole. It, it has to be a reference to this moment. Do you remember this? Um, there was that like chimp attack. 15 years ago? You know what I'm talking about? I was just watching a video about yes. this. I mean, not, not that in detail, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. But you can talk about so, it. So there was this chimp attack, I want to say, in, sometime in the 2000s, where a um, either a domesticated chimp or a chimp at a zoo, similarly to Gordy in this movie, yeah. just snapped, supposedly, mm-hmm. um, and just attacked this woman and like, ripped her face off. And she did an interview, mm-hmm. like a famous interview with Oprah. Yeah. And they keep referencing Oprah in the movie, too, about how they're going to get <gasps> to go on Oprah. Yeah, and like the Oprah shot. Uh-huh. You want the Oprah okay. shot, something that will be right. on Oprah, which mm-hmm. if I get Oprah hasn't been in the air in like 10 years, but whatever. Oh, um, sh- she'll still matters. interview, you know, Meghan Markle. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> were you silenced? Or were you silenced? Remember that happened? People were like, oh my god, Oprah's such an underrated interviewer. I'm like, she was a talk show host. Oh, that's <laughs> The dumb. biggest one in the world. No, I was more like, fuck yeah, Maraki yeah. sucks. Yeah, not, not good. Anyway, there's an interview with Oprah, who they keep referencing in the movie. Yes. Where she was wearing a similar veil yes. to the character in this movie. Yeah. And the whole, like, apotheosis Ooh. of the interview is her, like, revealing her face. So I, I, mm. I have to think it's some sort of reference to... That story, which in yeah. real life, not to be like insensitive about an actual tragedy, is another circumstance of like us thinking we understand nature, yeah. but we don't. No, totally. And also it's sensationalism. Like, uh-huh. how many people watched that? I mean, I did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, I'm not like being like, well, fuck you. Right. I mean, it's just but, like. But, uh, you know, that's kind of on theme with the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and also, I, I'm, uh, in the beginning of the movie, itself like before anything happens we see an, uh, a quote from the bible um don't know oh, yeah. but it mentioned something like i will throw shit at you and yeah make like you a abominations uh-huh uh-huh make you a spectacle make you a star right. which is like the first thing we do when we see something that is um unusual or literally alien or um fantastical whether it's a chimpanzee in the jungle or an alien flying over a valley is to be mm-hmm. like we're going to turn this into a spectacle. We're going to film mm-hmm. it. We're going to make a, a theme park out of it. Mm-hmm. We're going to make a TV show out of it. Something. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like what's so interesting about the character Ricky is like he went through this insane traumatic moment and it ends with like the monkey's done all this carnage and then he sees Ricky under the table and he gives him a fist bump. Yes. Yeah. 
which like what in the fuck and then he unfortunately gets shot uh the the monkey from someone oj and emerald are realizing that something's going on in their valley yeah. they have this big property that their dad owned that they both now live on yeah um, a horse got got taken right one horse disappeared, um, yeah. shit's going down, and they start to notice things in the sky, like, yeah. basically, it looks like a classic UFO. Yeah, like and, like, cloud. there are certain clouds that just, like, won't move. Yes, there's one cloud that they've observed all day on a camera and, like, does not move, which is <laughs> freaky. Yeah, yeah. But also, I, I would not notice that, you know, like, in the sky. Like, in the sky? <laughs> Maybe you should. Maybe you should keep your eyes open more. No, don't. Don't look up at the things that reach you. Don't look at it. Remember? <laughs> They start to scope out the place. They put cameras up. They want to yeah. capture an image of this alien creature. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, the theme park next door is setting up this like new spectacle they're going to do. This new nighttime yeah. show. And they... It was daytime. Right. Yep. <laughs> this new daily show where they have this horse in a cage. And yeah. he's like talking about this creature came from the sky and blah, blah, blah. I guess the idea of the show is they're going to like abduct a horse a day yeah <laughs> that's a lot well My i don't think it's thing... supposed to be a daily show i think maybe it's like maybe it's like once a week maybe that's still like i just my biggest thing walking out of the movie was like what was his long-term plan like i know i well obviously he was a fool because like didn't you learn not to fuck with nature when you were a child and now you think you're baller enough i wonder if that's part of it is he's like i need to re I did like establish like a claim mm-hmm. on nature. I need to like I need to be dominant again because I saw what happens when nature takes back control. Yeah, but you're still a fool. But don't a handsome. But just fool. don't. But I will say in this scene, uh, this scene where he's showing this like new sh- show he's got with the horse and whatever, um, he's wearing this like red kind of like rodeo outfit, and on mm-hmm. the back it's like a flying saucer. Yeah, it's so cool. It's cool. It'd be a good Halloween costume. I would love that. I yeah. would love that. I would love that. It's like something Kesha's going to wear for next tour. Slay. Slay, bitch. Slay, yes, mama. Slay? <laughs> I do not. He's in that video where she's like, I just looked up what slay means. I do not slay. <laughs> she's like, eight. What the heck? <laughs> I promise I do not slay. Yeah, I, promise <laughs> I do not slay. I promise I do not slay. It's so funny. She's like, I promise I do not slay. I would never kill somebody. I'm like... The oh, so the alien um, ship kind of pops out in front of the crowd, and yes. Stephen Newton's like, "Isn't this great crowd?" And the crowd and like, looks up, and he looks up, and they all go. This was freaky to me. I found this very disturbing. This is what I was it, I don't scared. <laughs> so they all get sucked up, and you see this weird. It's really hard to tell what we're looking at the way they film it. It's like a really tight camera on some people getting like. Oh, like shoved up in kind of like esophagus. a fleshy tube and yeah. like that's when i started to figure out like it's not a ship it's a, it's one like monster it's like a mm, beast mm-hmm. it, it is the alien and the ship and the thing is this alien will like kind of hold the prey in its jaws for a little bit because mm-hmm. immediately after the show the like alien flies back to the house where mm-hmm. um emerald where the haywoods live and is like circling above them and you can hear the people screaming Ooh. as it flies up overhead which I is really fucking freaky to me yeah. it's the idea of it like holding it in its jaws and like they have no escape like they yeah. are you are stuck it's like being like it's yeah. like Jonah and the whale you're not getting out of there <sighs> Also, that just reminded me, it, threw, it showed earlier, like, during the opening credits, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. like, square. So, like, the inside of it, it's, like, this square, almost rectangular shape, kind of like a uh, television. It's like a tube? Yeah. Oh. Like a camera. A tube? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, uh, it's disturbing. I found it very upsetting. Like, seeing all the people get sucked up there, it was, like, yeah. a lot of, like, 
just people who just like came to the park for the day. Yeah. That poor child actress who was oh my God. named. Also, yeah. Zach pointed this out. She's wearing a shirt that is her own face as a kid on it. Yeah. Which is so sad. It's like the idea of her like pointing to her shirt and going like, "This was me. Like this is what I used to look, yeah. look like." It's just like very um, upsetting. It's sad. Twenty it's years disturbing. of being this, you know, like maimed, and then she gets eaten by an alien. <sighs> right. It's like. Not a good time? No. So this alien hovers above the house of the Haywoods, mm-hmm. and you can hear them screaming, and then all of a sudden it's like raining blood. And <laughs> the, the screaming has stopped. Slay is, Slayer is right. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. That joke wasn't well done. Keep okay. going. Okay. Okay. So blood's pouring on the house. <laughs> oh, oh, first of all, objects are falling out of the alien, yeah, which yeah. is like inorganic matters, a lot of keys, yeah. a lot of things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, metallic objects and then the alien eats them and it's like oh this is like one monstrous alien which i thought was cool and different i feel like i agree it's usually yeah. just like a ship and then we have these little green well because we had the fake out earlier yes with yes. uh ricky's kids we mm-hmm. think oj has a moment in the barn with like real aliens which was a really fun moment to play with the audience because yes. we were also yes. ready for it but it turns out it was just like ricky's kids in a costume because that's kind of part of the uh, promotion for the, the right, show. and they they were like getting back at them because they stole like a decoy horse from right. um, Ricky because right. like they had this like fake horse to like for, they because they want the alien to suck it up right and she um, sucked it up right oh, she, she stuck and then um, she went, I don't want that well had like flag streaming off of it so yeah. they could like track the clown pretty easily and that was, that yes. was cool. Smart. Smart. I, I love these characters. I love OJ and... I mean, all, all OJ um, and Emerald and mm-hmm. Angel? No, I said yes. Angel. Yeah, Angel. Um, they're just like, I don't know. Angel. Everyone was great and, like, honest and I just... Well, I, what I love about OJ and Emerald is that they're, like, total opposites you know yeah. oj is so, so good together quiet and um introspective and very like he observes a lot of stuff mm-hmm. daniel kaluuya has these huge eyes and mm-hmm. like he makes such good use of them and i think jordan peele obviously they work together on get out to mm-hmm. great success yeah. <laughs> he like clearly knows how to direct daniel kaluuya's eyes and daniel kaluuya knows how to use them there's one <laughs> scene where he's uh in a truck mm-hmm. and it's oh I lo- yeah Practically pitch black except for his eyes. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like those old like Looney Tunes shorts where it's like just eyes mm-hmm. floating around when they're like in a cave or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so expressive and scary, but he like he has such a mastery over his emotions. There's a scene later in the movie where he's looking at the alien and like it's all its glory, mm-hmm. and he sees its mouth for the first time, mm-hmm. and he has like a flicker of emotion across his face, and it's so many things at once. He's like scared but impressed but confused. <laughs> Just from, like, the tiniest little, like, facial tick. And it's he's, yeah. so, he's so good. He and then, is. on the other hand, there's Kiki Palmer as Emerald, who is oh so, God, so vivacious and charismatic and outgoing and so fun to watch. And, like, she always, in most things, I find her very magnetic. Yeah, absolutely. I love her in Hustlers. She's so good in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, like, in general, just, like, a true star. So they're, <laughs> both, they're both great. She's so great. I remember she was saying in an interview that, amongst other th- things, one of the kind of characters she took inspiration from was Marty McFly from Back to the okay. Future, and uh-huh. I like, love that. So eager, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of like this, like slick. I don't know. And also, I love. I mean, fast talking. I love a good movie where there isn't a need for like a romantic angle, mm-hmm. and that never happened in this movie. It's. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Is the, I'm so happy for it. The movie is very ambitious, but also it's really focused. It's yeah, and it moves fast. 
Yeah. Say. It really, like, because even, like, a few days and weeks later, I was like, oh, I just realized, like, Ricky was trying to, uh, was putting those horses out as bait for the aliens. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, it, so, uh, if you if you haven't seen it and you plan on seeing it, it really moves. I do so. <laughs> well, I think it was supposed to be, like, over three hours initially and they cut a lot. Oh, really? I heard that. Well, Interesting. And then... But I, it is kind of long. It's over two hours. And well, there was also, a, I think, a cut moment where I think when they originally were going to show the Gordy scene, they were there was a shot of people leaving the mm-hmm. um, lot, like the audience running, and one guy running towards it. Oh, ominously! I think that was cut. Interesting. Yeah, I would watch the delete scene to this. I would too. Yeah. I was like, sign me up. I bet. I wonder if there's more with Steven Yeun too, because I feel like his character like. Had, didn't have as much stuff going on. I mean, he, he was, did, but yeah, I, I, mean, I wanted more. His part was very small, I think, which is appropriate. I think that's, like, part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, then the movie becomes about them trying to get footage of this monster. And, and they kind of get it, but not really. They do eventually when they she uses, like, that camera in the well. Oh, duh, that's the whole fucking thing. Yeah, that's fun. I was happy for her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that happen. They, um, they're they chasing it down. They have the cinematographer they meet who yeah. is there. He comes up with this electricity-free camera to capture the aliens. That doesn't... Yeah. Um, because the alien, like I said, is knocking out electrical uh, machines. Mm-hmm. And he gets it and he gets sucked up, baby. He gets sucked. He gets sucked and fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's rad. I mean, they have, and they have, the the, the house itself kind of reminds me of, like, the, the Bates house. Mm-hmm. From. Yep. Psycho. Psycho. Thank you. <laughs> and obviously signs. I feel like. Signs, it's like, I mean, yeah. like, there were moments when, like, you still see the ship alien kind of, like, grazing through, like, clouds. And I still found it scary. Like, even though me personally, at this point in my life, I'm like, well, if there's aliens, I bet, I don't think they're trying to hurt us. In the world of this movie, I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god. Like, yeah. I was, I felt very much like that 12 year old back seeing signs and like, oh my god, like, this is the most horrifying thing. Well, and the way it's shot is so smart, too, because a lot of the movie is very, um, the camera, which the movie looks amazing, first of all. The, yeah. the cinematography is incredible. See it on as big a screen as you can if you haven't seen it yet. I highly recommend it. It was shot with like IMAX cameras. Mm-hmm. A lot of the movie is very slick in its oh, cinematography. Uh-huh. It's very, like, glidey and then the second that the alien starts appearing and like the characters are looking for it it's very handheld so it kind of feels like you're also looking at the sky like looking for like where's it gonna where's gonna show up next where is it and that really it feels almost like you're with the characters like unsure what's about to happen you're you know frantic and confused and it makes it scarier because you know a lot of times you see horror movies Fear comes from characters not knowing what's going on because you mm. you are empathizing with the characters. So if you're putting the characters' shoes by the camera, it makes it even scarier. And I was scared. I get it. Yeah, I was totally. Scared. Also, it's just freaky. Totally. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of freaky. And then at the end, when we finally see the alien kind of like ship shape, ship form. Yes. Yeah. It was just cool and it kind of inventive. Like it was, I just feel like I haven't seen that. Wildly inventive. I don't even know how you would describe that. Like I, I wonder what that looked like in the screenplay. I love that. It's true. It's like yeah, it should like kind of defy logic, well, it and like physics. It's like so that so the 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 basic form of the alien resembles a UFO, like a flying saucer, like a flying saucer. Right. Yeah. It's just like a, a disc with a hole in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, honey, I'm a golden. That uh, <laughs> I ran out of breath. <laughs> I should have taken that as a sign. Um, and then as it gets continually more 
like attacked and it, becomes, <laughs> and it becomes more in attack mode. It's less yeah. trying to hide and it becomes much, much more like, like wave my arms. Piece of fabric. Yeah, it it's like really a, hard to describe. It was like a sheet in the wind, not a shit, a sheet. You not know. a shit. It'd be like if I attached like fabric to my like arm is in my yeah. like leg and I like, ran really fast. And that could be your Halloween costume. I kind of want to do it for Halloween. Ooh. I want to do a sexy version. <laughs> It'd be funny. I would love that. And you just suck people the whole day. Oh, <laughs> it's in character. There should be, there, you should have the flags. I think you were talking about using that. And yep, coming, coming out of your asshole. Oh, I was thinking like a scarf. No. Or about coming out of my actual coming asshole. Like, I'll me. start training now. Um. <laughs> start, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and like you see the mouth and it's just this weird, like, it looks like almost like a pinata. Like it's this like square thing with like streamers coming off oh. and it's like green and yellow and it's, I, I, I can't oh, yeah, even yeah, yeah, describe yeah. it. You just have to see it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think of it as a pinata. That is a very interesting way to put it. I didn't think of it until it just It felt like festive. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mm. love that it was a little, a little different. Yeah. And then they blow it up. <laughs> it yeah. this big balloon uh, of balloon. steam yum. Which is also what set off. <gasps> You're right. I didn't think of that. And also, like, mm, there was a metaphor about balloons. I don't know. Hmm. Helium Air, shortage. You know, yeah, <laughs> there is a helium shortage <laughs> of you know um, containing something. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and she gets a picture of it using this non-electric camera that's in the theme park. That's like yes. in the bottom of a well. It's really weird, but it's facing the sky. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> it's like Chekhov's camera because you see it really early in the movie. Yeah. She like accidentally photobombed mm-hmm. somebody. She's, she's so funny. funny. She's I love great. her. She's I great. love her. Any she's interview with so her is good. She has yeah. a really good hot ones. Yeah. Oh, I actually haven't watched she it. She has okay. two. She did one recently yeah. again for Nope. And it's really, it's oh, really good. Okay. I really like hot ones. <laughs> Me too. It's good. It's fun. It's fun because it breaks down their defenses. Like, yeah. You don't have time to like think of like the publicist's response when your mouth's on fire. Truly. I love, yeah, near the end when they're like, I can't, I feel like I'm stoned. Yeah, like, are you kidding me? Are you killing me? <laughs> um, it's funny. Um, yeah, she's hilarious. And I, there was an interview with Jordan Peele and, and I, and he said like with, with her, with Kiki Palmer, like she's obviously this like young, like beautiful woman. And sometimes she just kind of talks like she's like a 60 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I that because that. I feel like I'm also a beautiful woman who's also a 60 year old man. <laughs> well, I bet so, you get along. We probably win. <laughs> I have a bunch of like just stray thoughts. I mean, that, that's the whole movie. It ends and like they're both still alive, the Haywoods. Yeah. I thought OJ well, was dead. I, yeah, I heard, I've heard uh, people taking it as, interpreting it as he's dead. I don't think he but is. But I choose to not believe I think that. he's alive because, first of all, it makes me happy. Sure. And also, the movie doesn't really traffic in, like, metaphor images. Like, it's, there's nothing about it that's not straightforward. Like, everything you're seeing is, is happening. So, yeah, I think him totally. appearing at the end is, like, no, nah, I'm still here. No, yeah, I'm here. Cool. <laughs> I'm here. We're good. Which is nice. I, I just like sometimes not to be like I want happy endings, but sometimes I like when it's happy. Just, you just let them have yeah. this, right? Yeah. He's good about that. I mean, like us has an ominous ending, but the whole family survives, mm. and Get Out has a happy ending, technically. Mm. My notes are completely out of order because I was frantically writing them during the credits of the movie, like oh trying to remember. God. Yeah, go for it. There's the Angel character. We haven't really talked about Angel. Yeah. Uh, he's a like Best Buy employee. He's not not Best Buy exactly, but like mm. you know the the technology company mm-hmm. um and he installs the security cameras for them and he's like yes. already into aliens so he's helping them out with that his truck at one point is playing uh sunglasses at night and i was like that's weird why would they play that song mm-hmm. and i think it was foreshadowing because they realized that the alien doesn't attack you if you're not looking up at it yeah. and so if you wear sunglasses it's like obstructing your eyes I so like that. yeah yeah 
Um, <laughs> I loved the music in general. I thought the score was so good. Yeah. Uh, it's Michael yeah. Abels who's done his other two movies. Oh, okay. Um, Work. Love that. Because it could have easily been, like, horror music the whole time, like, dun, and, like, you know, cheesy sounding, like, horror things. But it has, like, there's a lot of times where it's, like, Western-style music. Like, there's a scene where okay. um, well, OJ is, like, riding away on a horse from the alien, and the music is very, like, excited. It sounds like classic Western music, like, very, like, Aaron Copeland, like, just Fuck yeah. thrilling. And that's so exciting because, I, you know, in, in so much of, like, Western film, we don't really see a lot of black people mm-hmm. or really anyone who's not white portrayed as, like, being on a horse. So it's, like, it was so rad to see Daniel right. Kaluuya... Which we know is historically inaccurate. Right, exactly. Historically inaccurate. Um, and so, like, to see Daniel Kula on a horse and, like, just doing the damn thing. And, like, that fine There was, like, that great final shot of him, like, just being, like, on the horse. Like, yeah, I did that. And I remember my audience was very happy that he did that. Um, speaking of music, I liked that... I stayed through all the credits, and I liked that oh, yeah, what the... Was um, the uh, orchestra is credited individually. It's like strings, oh, no blah, blah, clarinets, oh, blah, nice. blah. And usually movies don't do that. It's yeah. like we recorded with the London Symphony Orchestra or whatever. Was there anything after the credits? Mm-mm. I heard there was. I think I'm lying. Oh, there was one image that was like, it was actually kind of fun. It was like, come visit. What's what's it called? Jupiter's, Jupiter's Claim. Claim. Jupiter's yeah. Claim on the Universal lot, which is like something that they used uh, to put in movies at the end. Like, come visit, blah, no, blah. But you can now. That's fun. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fun. <laughs> On the poster, there's a lot of character posters yeah. for each character. Uh-huh. And Steven Young's character is wearing a hat. Yeah. And it kind of looks like the alien, like above his head. Oh, That's all. Uh, I enjoyed it. I would love to see it again. I'm sure I would mm-hmm. notice different things. I'm sure there's more to be discovered. Um, but I'm sure like the rest of his movies, it'll be hard to find streaming. So I'll have to make sure. that. Yeah. Figure that out. I'm, I'll probably buy it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I might buy it. I enjoyed it though. I enjoy his films. I love seeing um, a cast of actors that are not predominantly white. I love seeing great stories. I love seeing lots of care and intention and just great music, great mm-hmm. visuals, uh, great acting, lots of pretty horses. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just like a big fun movie. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Peele said he, like, he really wanted to make a movie that was a spectacle and really wanted to like make something. People could go out and see. I mean, it reminded me a lot of like Jaws, which like is a scary movie, but also it's a fun, entertaining movie that like everybody went to see. Yeah, it's a similar Mm -hmm. energy. I think he even said that too. Like he kind of wanted to pay a little more homage to like the Spielbergian. Mm -hmm. It feels like ET. It feels like yeah, Jaws for sure. Jaws. Jaws. (laughs) It feels like Close Encounters Mm -hmm. a little bit. I'll give you a Close Encounter. (laughs) Of the, of the of the dirty kind of the dirt kind. You want you want something about mashed potatoes? Okay. Put on Richard Dreyfus. You want to dry this fuss? No. Mm, like Richard yeah. Dry Puss. Well, this is Halloweeners. We're <laughs> <laughs> a horror movie podcast. Uh, if you like us, <laughs> if you somehow, <laughs> somehow, somewhere, uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Halloweeners Pod. Uh, please like, uh, rate, and share our shit. Um, we provide free shit, so true. Uh, I'm gonna keep saying shit. And uh, <laughs> but if you feel like throwing us a few doll hairs, we will not say no. You can tip us at uh, on Cash App at Halloweeners Pod. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Instagram at CodyMonster91. You can check out our theme music composer, Apre Pompeii. They have amazing music on Spotify, etc. under Apre Pompeii. And also they're on all the same platforms I just mentioned under Apre Pompeii. Hell yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyKiraHey. And if you like the artwork on your screen, uh, you can check out Leah Patterson at A Tender Witch on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It is Insta. Yeah. Um, just don't look anybody in the eye. I was gonna say, don't look at anything. Don't look at anything. Don't look at anything in the eye because nope. it might rip your fucking face off. Oh, we didn't mention that like horses in the movie. They're like, don't look in its eyes, which is how they get the idea. Don't look in what? The horse's eyes. Oh, don't look in its eyes. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the first, in like the first scene where we see the Haywoods, like. Mm-hmm. On a set, it all goes south because a horse looks at itself. In the mirror. And he goes, Let oh, him. I'm so sexy. I th- he probably thinks it's another horse. In, Dumb him. idiot. Just kidding. <laughs> if you're idiot. the horse listening, I'm so well, sorry. There's so many rules about horses. It's like, don't look in his eyes. Don't stand behind it because it'll kick you. Yeah. What? what can I do? All right. Bye. Uh, bye. I love you. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.